everyone. Welcome to East Talk. Kind of feel weird on here by myself, but uh, I'm here. Amen. And so welcome to East Talk. That song right there was fire. Like, um, I tell you what, if you do not have James Fortune new CD, well, I don't know if it's a new CD, it's called Again. Um, that CD in itself is so fire, like fire, fire. That song right there, if I would let that play just a little bit longer and thought about how God really rescued me, I wouldn't be able to talk to y'all right now. That's how that's how fire that's, that song is right there. But welcome to Eve Talk. I'm your sis, Mikey. And today we want to go ahead and start on in and talk about He, res he Rescued Me. Um, and um, while I was revamping everything, because... Um, of course, everyone knows that my sister is not with us anymore. Um, she's she's taking a break off, and um, and whatever, however God leads her, I don't know if she's gonna come back. She don't know, but right now she's not a part of E Talk, um, and that's something that she shared on last E Talk. But um, while I was revamping everything, God had put in my spirit how He rescued us, and um, it was really thought, thinking about um, what we some people call Easter, and then. Most believers call it Resurrection Sunday because it's what it's about. It's about Jesus Christ being resurrected from the dead after he humbled and died for the remissions of our sins. And so God put this in my spirit that he was rescuing us. And, and I think um, I was really convicted, if I be honest with you guys today, I was really convicted because what happened when I was when I. When God was speaking to me about it, he said, you guys only think about my resurrection during a holiday and you do you do the resurrection no justice if you only think about how i resurrect you at the cross and so what god was saying we forget and we only want to do resurrection once a year we only want to acknowledge that he resurrects from the dead once a year and so we focus on easter and we focus on the the outfits and we focus on the bunnies and the, and the eggs and all these different things and so while I was being convicted, I asked God what he wanted me to talk about. And he wanted, he said he wanted me to talk about the truth, how he really rescued us. Um, but in that, the resurrection just didn't happen over 2,000 years ago when Jesus Christ was resurrected from the dead. But it also provided, it, it still provides something for us today. And so that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about how re he rescued, rescued us through his resurrection and how it still provides for us today. From the very beginning, from the beginning when uh, when we seen from the very beginning of Genesis, when uh, Eve was disobedient and, and Adam didn't stand in his rightful place to know what God had told him, God knew that we was going to need an action plan. He knew that we was going to need a way of escape. He knew that he was going to have to res rescue us. And so he did that on the cross when he when he when he hung, bled and died. He rescued us. Um, uh, it was a rescue on Calvary. And because of the shedding of his blood and the resurrection of his powers, we were able to be rescued. And so today I want to talk about that. I want to talk about what what happened, what what happened in this rescue. Um why would God already pre-plan to rescue us from the very beginning? That's because he, would know, he knew that it would always be a problem. 
we will have a problem for the rest of our life. Since we disobeyed God when Adam ate the, the forbidden fruit, he knew from that point on that he would need to rescue us. There were two problems. Those two problems, one was Satan and the other was sin. And as we read the scriptures, we understand that Satan and sin both leads to death. The Bible says that Satan comes for no other reason but to kill, steal, and destroy. But God comes that we might have life and have it to its abundance. And we know that sin in itself leads to death. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. My little bunny coming out. Um, so that's what we want to talk about on tonight. We want to talk about the, the problem. The problem was Satan. He was the one that spoke to Eve. He was the one that deceived her. He was the one that told her half of the truth. When God had already specifically gave us instruction, you can do whatever you want. You can have what you want. You can eat what you want. Just don't come over here and mess with this right here. And we did it anyway. So we know that sin and sin leads to death. Not only that, but we understand that God had to set in something in place because if he had not set anything in place, what we were on our way to was a hell. We were on our way to hell. And so um, in the in the beginning of Genesis, and I'm going to read Genesis, that's one of our scriptures today. And it says that um, in the Genesis 3 and 17, now 3 and 15, it says, I will put an enemy between thee and thy woman and between the seed and her seed. It shall crush thy head. He's talking about the head of Satan and thou shall bruise his heel, talking about our heel. And so the devil, I don't know about your life, but anytime you're going through something in your life or any time you're facing something, you know that it's it's for to defeat you. And you know that it's because of the enemy, right? You know, the enemy coming in our life, trying to just completely destroy us. That's his purpose. That's his plan. That's what he's here to do. He's here to literally destroy us. But the Bible gives us explain to us what what God said in place for that he says when the devil come he's gonna bruise thy heel and so when he talk about bruise when you think about a bruise a physical bruise you know a bruise is temporary it doesn't stay there always it shows that you've been hit or you've been hurt or you've been wounded but it don't always be there that bruise won't always be there. That's a word for somebody today. I know that the enemy is throwing everything at you, but the kitchen sink, everything is except for the kitchen sink at you. But I come to tell you right now, he just sending up some bruises right now. He gonna, he gonna hit you. Yeah, he threw a dirty blow, but it's a bruise right now. It won't always be there. And God has a solution. He has a plan for that bruise. He's gonna heal you through. He healed us through his resurrection. But the, the fight that God is saying right now, he said, what, yeah, he might have hit you. He might have bruised you. But what I'm going to do to him is going to destroy him. Then it goes on and says that, yeah, he bruised our heel, but I crushed his head. Some scriptures say he bruised the head. But when you look in, in the text and you do studies on, he said completely, I'm going to destroy the enemy. He said, yeah, he bruised you, but I'm going to crush him. I'm going to crush every, every plan that he has over your life. Everything that he thought he was going to get away with, I'm going to crush the head, the head of Satan. And so and because of that defeat, God is still rescuing us now. And so I want to talk about the resurrection. What, res, How do the resurrection 
uh, play a part in our lives because God is still resurrecting things in our life because we're still going through things. It's not just a one time thing. Yeah. Ultimately, he destroyed everything that was going to keep us from eternal life. But here on earth, God has given us some things to fight with the enemy. And it's his resurrection to know who he is in his resurrection. God is going to he, he came so that he could res resurrect everything in our life. That's our hope. That's our calling. That's our faith. That's our joy. It's our whole entire life. God wants to resurrect our life. He's rescue, rescue, rescuing us from Satan, from his plans, his schemes, and his devices. Not only that, but he wanna, his rescue was perfect. Who could think about the rescue of Jesus Christ was perfect? He defeated death, something that no one ever in life could ever say, could ever come close to defeating. Jesus defeated that for us. And that's that was his plan to rescue us. But Romans 6 and 23 explains our problem, but then it also explains God's plan, his promise, what he was going to do. And so I'm going to turn to Romans. Uh, I already said it. Romans 6 and 23. I know about heart, so I don't have to open my Bible. But Romans 6 and 23 says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. And so we understand that our problem was sin in the beginning. But now he's given us a plan through his resurrection, which gives us eternal life. And so he traded out what our problem was for his plan. And so now we realize that he rescued us through his plan. His plan was eternal life. That's what God want to give us on today. But I want to talk about the things in our life that we deal with every single day. The rescues that God does every single day. And I believe that's why God wanted me to talk about rescue. Because it's just not a one-time thing. It's not just the cross, but it's what he consistently does in our life. When you heard the song, he said he rescued me over and over and over and over again. Why? Because there always will be a problem in our life. We always have to fight against our flesh. We always have to fight against the enemy. We always have something that's going on in our life that's going to cause us to be rescued. Whether it's our, our way of thinking in our actions, um, the way we live our life, um, just being human in itself, we need God rescued. And so today I want to talk about three little stories that I thought about um, to kind of help us understand how God rescued us every single day. The first one was God rescued us in our Red Seas. Anybody that knows about the Red Sea, you remember about God going and uh, literally delivering the children of Israel out of the hand of Pharaoh. And so he used the Red, uh, Red, uh, Red Sea um, to get them away from the hands of the enemy. And so when they got there, they didn't see no way out. And God is speaking to us today. We might have some Red Seas in our lives, but God is providing a way out. So he rescued the children of Israel at the rescue. The Bible says that he parted the rescue and they walked through the rescue, res, the Red Sea. I don't know why I can't get that out. The Red Sea and rescued them. And so even in our lives today, even in the Red Seas of our life, God is still pouring things out. Even though we don't see how God is going to bring us out, God is bringing us out. We only see the part A and the part B, but God always has a part C. There's no place in your life where you can go to a Red Sea and God will not deliver you. God is always delivering. He's always rescuing us. So now he's rescuing us out of the Red Seas in our life, but then he also rescues us from the Jericho, Jerichos in our life. 
What are the Jericho, Jerichos in our life? Um, the false support that we put up. God don't want us to depend on nobody but him. He's rescuing us from the things that we have put in place that he haven't that he hasn't given us permission to put in place. Those walls, those false friendships, these uh, false um, relationships with people. God is allowing the walls of Jericho in our lives to fall down because he 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 want us. He want our lives. He want to be a part of our lives. And so we have uh, the Jericho rescues that God come in our life and he just literally destroy every false support that's not of him in our lives not only that but he um also rescues us from the big fish rescues and that's that jonah a lot of us are like jonah we we complain we don't understand what god is doing and we try to tell god how to be god in our lives and so god sometimes have to come in our life to rescue us from us and so God says, my resurrection is just not just about the cross, but it's about your life every single day. God is resurrecting us from our life every single day. And so sometimes, like now, most of the time, God is rescuing us from us. Yeah, Satan do come in our life. He do do things that, you know, um, get the best of us. Satan do... Um, create obstacles and buildings and all all those things but most of the times when god rescue us he's rescuing us from us the way we think um the way we act the way we walk our christian walk everything god is rescuing us from us i don't know about y'all but i'm so glad that god will rescue from me I have been the worst enemy of myself ever. Nobody could beat me being my own enemy. No, no, no hater that ever hated on me. No, no person that ever did it. I was the one that I needed to, the way I thought, the way I was acting, the things that I thought could never come to pass. Even with our future, even with our, even with our cause, we think we cannot do it. And so God sometimes have to rescue us from us. One of our favorite songs, everybody uh, love it. When, uh, 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 what's her name? Leandra Johnson sing uh, uh, that song about God rescuing, deliver me from me. And so God do three, he does three things. He got, he delivers us from the Red Sea, the Red Sea in our life where we only see part A and part B. And anytime we come to obstacles, we want to, you know, act like we're going to be destroyed. But you don't know the plans that God has for you. If he tell you to go and he's going to deliver you from the hands of the enemy, you better believe that he's going to do that. Not only that, but the Jerichos, the false walls that we didn't put up in our life to, to basically keep us to make us feel like we're free and when we're not. And so God says that in, in order for him to rescue us, he had to help every part of our lives. So he's beginning to tear down Jericho walls, those walls, those fake support that we have. He destroyed them. But not only that, but he come to rescue us from the big fish. And we are that big fish. He come to rescue from our, us from ourselves. And you can find it in Jonah, how Jonah was just so against God. He was so against what God wanted to do to save the people. It's, it's amazing how we become self-righteous and we don't want God to do anything for nobody else for but ourselves. But that's not how God came, that's not how God worked. He came to rescue the world. The Bible said he he so loved the world that he gave 
his only son. So it's not about us. We can't be selfish. We can't be self-centered. We can't be narcissistic in our thinking, thinking that it's only the rescue is only about us. That even and that's because we have this false sense of reality about ourselves that we're on a pedestal and that we've done everything that God has commanded us to do. And we we we're we're walking on water in our faith and in our in our lifestyles. And that's only because we really believe that we haven't made any mistakes and that once God saved us, we don't we we haven't went back to some things that God delivered us from. That's a lie. We have went back to those things. And so God had to come back and he had to cleanse us up and then he had to come in and rescue us. I tell my kids this all the time because this was told to me when I was growing up. It says that, you know, sin take you out farther than what you intended to and keep you longer than what you intend to say. God had to rescue us from us. But this is the scripture that I want to share with us on tonight. It's my last scripture. And it's coming from Philippians 3 and 10. It says that I might know him in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. And God gave me that scripture because that scripture is powerful. What that scripture break down is that people have this, they, they have this sense, this false sense of reality with this scripture that we're never going to go through anything. That's not it. That's not what that scripture means. That scripture is preparing us when we do go through everything. We're here on this earth and we're going to go through everything that Jesus had to go through. He was he went he went before us to let us know because he was able to conquer it. Us coming after him, we will be we will be able to conquer it as well. And so here today it says that I might know him. God wants us to know him. How can we know him if we don't suffer? How do, how can we know him if we don't go through anything? How can we really know him, who he was on that cross, who he was when he, he hung, bled, and died? If we don't go through those things, how do we really know him? How can we really know him? We don't know him just by reading his word. That's not really knowing God. We know him by experiencing life and then making his word applicable or, or biblical to us when we go through. To really know how he rescued us, we got to go through some things. You don't never, you wouldn't know that he could rescue you if you never needed rescue, basically is what I'm saying. And so what God come in our life, he says in Philippians, I want you to really know me. That you may know me. God said, that's the only way you're going to really get to know me. That's the only way way that you will be able to tell other people who I really am, how I really rescue you, how I, when I said that I defeated death, I defeated it on the cross. He said, you're not going to know that until you experience some things in life. And so he said that I might know him first. I need to know him first. How am I going to know? I'm going to have to know him through my trials and tribulations. I'm going to have to know him through the things that I have to, that I have to fight through my mental capacity. I got to know him that he's a mind regulator. How would I know that my mind got to be messed up sometime? My theology got to be messed up sometime. How I think, how I perceive things have to be messed up sometime. Why? Because that's the only way that I'm going to really know him. People talk about reading the word of God, but you don't really get a true understanding about what you read until you experience what you read. If I never knew that God was a healer, I can't know it without being sick. 
I know for a fact that I know 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 that God is my Jehovah Rapha. He is the Lord that healed me. If I had never needed deliverance, I wouldn't know that he was true to his word, that he says that he come to set the captives free, that he come that we might have life and have it more abundantly. If I had never been strained, that I have never been in chains, that I have never been in bondage. I know that he's a deliverer because I've seen him deliver me out of some things that only a God God can do. When I lost my mind, it was only a God that could deliver me. So I need to know him and I need to know him first. But the problem is, is that we want to know the power without knowing the Christ. You cannot know the power without knowing Christ. And so God is saying in order for us to know that he's rescuing us, we got to know him. We got to know him first. A lot of people want the power, but they don't want to know him because we want the power so we can boast. But let me tell you something. You can't get the power without knowing him. So you won't get to boast about this. You might get to boast about a lot of things, but you won't get to boast about the power of Jesus Christ without experiencing who he is to really know who he is. And it says, and to know the power of the resurrection. We speak about the power, but we don't know the power. When you begin to know the power of Jesus Christ and what it really means to know him in the power of his resurrection, you begin to speak to things in your life. You will begin to speak to dead situations, dead circumstances. You will begin to talk to the dead part in your life that you can't seem to get delivered from. You will begin to talk to that took as about as some, uh, uh, David did. He began to encourage himself in the Lord. You begin to tell yourself that I shall live and not die. I know what the doctor said, but I also know God in the power of his resurrection. I know what happened at the cross. I know that he got up in three days with all power in his hand. So I know that I can speak to my life right now because I'm speaking not on my own, but I'm speaking in the power of the resurrection. God says when we begin to know him and then we know the power of the resurrection, the dead things in our life won't remain the same. I can speak unto my kids because now I understand. Not only do I understand, but I know and I know him in the power of the resurrection that if I train my child up in the way that they should go what whatever i've taught them through the word of god it shall not depart from them they might depart from it from god but god won't depart from them and that's the only reason why they're alive because i trained them up in the way that they should go and that word did not that word did not depart from them so even now even in their wrongdoing even when they can't see danger uh, uh before them the word of god that i trained them up in is keeping them right now that's knowing god in the power of his rest direction that I can go down on my knees and I can remind God what you told me to do in your word and I did it and so now that I understand the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ I don't have to stay up all night because I don't have to figure out how you're gonna make a way I just know that you are gonna make a way so we speak about the power but do we know the power do we know God in his power do we have we seen God do things that only he can do have we really seen God give breath to a dead body have we seen God heal those that are on their legs uh, uh on their sick bed have we seen God do things that only a God can do God said not only do I need you to know me but first, first, I need you to know me. But now I want to show you who I am in my resurrection, who I am in the power of my resurrection. The Bible says that they crucified him on Friday. They crucified him. And he stayed there all Saturday night, all Saturday. 
But on Sunday morning, the Bible declares that he rose with all power in his hands. So I come to tell you today that the resurrection of Jesus Christ is just not a holiday. It's not something that we celebrate every year. But we have done ourselves an injustice if we don't really truly understand who God is in his resurrection and the power of his resurrection that we don't use the resurrection power in our life every day. God has given us the he has given us the authority to use what he what he used on the cross, what he defeated on the cross in our everyday life. And I come by to tell you today that you got exactly what you need for God to rescue you. Not just back in the past, but he doing it now. He's the he doing he's a now God. We serve a now, right now God. I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what's against you. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what it is that's going on in your life, but I know a God that knows all things. And the one thing that I could tell you today that he has the power to rescue you. He has the he has the power to rescue you from the hands of the enemy. He has the power to rescue you from the to the from the hands of sin. He has the power to rescue you from you from yourself. And whatever it is that you're going through, God says according to Philippians 13 excuse me, Philippians 3 and 10, that he He did it so that you might know him. He died so that you might know him. He hung there all, all day, all day on Friday so that you might know him. They buried him in a, they buried him and put him in a viral tomb so that you might know him. And they got up early on that Sunday morning so that they could go to the tomb to see that he wasn't there. The Bible says that they fought, they folded handkerchiefs and folded what he was covering in and it was set over to the side but they couldn't find nobody he did it to let you know that you might know that you might know him in the power of his resurrection and so whatever it is that you're going through on today whatever it is that you're going through god said i did it i died i bled i got up with all power in my hands so that you might know me god said there's no reason that you should know him there's no reason for us to continue not operating in what he's given us. He's given us the power of the resurrection. God has given us the power of his resurrection, the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. We have to suffer in order to get the power of the resurrection. He's rescuing us even now. He just not, he just didn't do it then, but he's rescuing us over and over and over and over again. But the good news is, is that we have, we still have the power of the resurrection. I pray that um, this been a blessing to you. Just know that the power of the resurrection is still working in our life. That I may know him. I'm going to go ahead and close out with prayer. I thank you guys for joining me on tonight. Um, I didn't get to see who all was on here. But I thank you for joining me tonight. I pray that you get this word and that you hide it in your heart. I believe that God convicted me for a reason. I believe that people needed to know that don't celebrate what I did and what I went through on no one month, no one day. I need you to understand that you do the resurrection uh, injustice not to know what happened really at, when he got all power in his hands, how it affects us, how it's how it's available for us even now, every day, every day, God has given us the power of his resurrection. 
so that we don't have to remain in situations and circumstances that he's delivered us from. He defeated everything. He defeated everything that we will ever face in this lifetime at that cross. And so God says that we're spending years in places that he's given us the power of the resurrection to be free from. I pray that that word will convict you, not so that you remain a condemned person, but that you apologize to God for not understanding his word and not understanding why he went through what he went through on the cross and what it provides for us now that he's still rescuing us every day through the power of his resurrection. So I thank you guys for being on here tonight. Um, when you get a chance, go read that word. Go read that word that we might know him in the power, that we might know him and in the power of his resurrection. That we will not know him but the power of his resurrection. God is rescuing us today. It's an everyday thing. He do it every day. Our lives are full of so many things that God has the ability to give us the power through his resurrection, through Jesus Christ, to be resurrected, to be rescued. He's rescuing us even now. And so that's all I have. I want to pray um, before I did uh, get out of here. Um, for those that just now got on, um, go back and listen to this. Share this word with somebody. People are living in bondage. Um, because they don't understand God's word and what he really went through on the cross. Um, I preached, and I was going to say this, but I preached one time in a conference, and I talked about the wounds. I was actually talking about God's love, but I couldn't get to the, I couldn't really explain God's love until I explained his wounds for God to endure what he endured on the cross for us, meaning that he had to love us. Um, I don't know that I would do that for an enemy. You know, we only became God's uh, children when we accepted him. But ultimately, through sin, we were enemy. We're, when we're not on God's territory, we are an enemy of God. When we don't serve God, we are enemies of him. Why? Because we're carnal. We, we're fleshy. But when we accept Jesus Christ in our and as our Lord and Savior, then we become the heir of Jesus Christ. And so I, I was preaching about the love of God, how nothing can separate us from the love of God. And I started explaining what all the different things that Jesus experienced on the cross. Um, and one of these days, I'm going to share that with y'all. It was a power preaching moment that I had, um, that God had given me to preach about the wounds, the thorns on his head, what it means when they spit in his face, the humiliation. And he had to endure all that so we would never be ashamed. He had to endure the, the crown, the thorns on his head so that the enemy would not have access to our mind. Why? Because we have the mind of Christ. There are so many things that he experienced in his wounds that explains why he why they hit him in the places that they hit him. And um, I, I don't know them all right now because I didn't study it. I have to go back and remind myself what I preached about or get the, you know, the the research that I came up with what explains all Jesus wound. But I, I said all that to say this is that everything that he endured on the cross was to benefit benefit us in our life now. Our eternal life 
but also our life on earth. And so he took lashes, flesh ripped from his body, you know, spit on him, humiliated. We would never be shamed. That's that's why he said there's the, you know, he he take he take away our shame. You know, and so in that, know that God has rescued us. It do it does not only the cross, the resurrection of Jesus Christ disservice, but it does our life disservice for us not to know what God is saying in his in his word and to make it up typical for us everyday life. No more walking in defeat when we have the power of his resurrection. Do you understand what that means? Do you understand that word? And so I'm going to close. <laughs> I'm going to close because I get I get excited about the word and I get excited about what it means to me. And I get excited about what God is really saying to us. And we have the keys. We have the keys to unlock some things in our life. And so I'm going to pray and uh, I'm done for tonight. Um I miss my girl. Let's continue to keep my sissy in prayer. Um, but God has called us for a, a such time as this, and I have to move forward, and I have to do what God has called me to do. Uh, keep her in her prayer. She's doing wonderful. Um, she's doing exactly what she should be doing. She's good, but just keep her in your prayers. Um, and so I'm going to pray. y'all. Whenever y'all get a chance, listen to that song. I'll be listening to stuff while I'll be working out and then end up getting happy while I'm working out. Anyway, um, he rescued, he rescued us. God has rescued us. So, Father, we thank you. We bless you on tonight, Lord. We ask that you will forgive us, God. Forgive us for not understanding, Lord God. Understanding what you endured on the cross. What it really means in our life. It, uh, forgive us, Lord God, for not, Lord God, treating the, the cross and the resurrection of your son in a way that we should have, Lord God. Uh, forgive us, Lord God, for only focusing on it once a year, Lord God. But now that we know, Lord God, that, you're, that, that you rescue us through the resurrection of uh, Jesus Christ, not just for eternal life, but here on earth, Lord God, you did it for everything that concerns us, Lord. And so we ask that you will forgive us, Lord God. We have come into the knowledge of what you've given us, Lord God. And we thank you for reminding us, Lord God, what you did for us, the power that you've given us, the access that you've given us through Jesus Christ, the authority that you've given us through Jesus Christ, Lord God, that we won't continue to live defeated lives, Lord God, that we will begin to, Lord God, to walk in the authority of Jesus Christ. You said greater things that we shall be able to do in Jesus' name, Lord God. And now that we got the knowledge that we need, we ask, Lord God, that you would give us the wisdom to, to operate in what you've given us, to access, Lord God, the power of the resurrection, Lord God, so that we can speak into our own lives, Lord God, and the grips of Satan and the grips of sin, Lord God, have to release us and be com completely destroyed under the curse of Jesus under the name of Jesus Christ, Lord God, every curse, every will, ill-spoken uh, Ill word that the enemy has ever said to us, Lord God, we ask in the name of Jesus, Lord God, through the blood of Jesus Christ, Lord, that the blood that, that caused us to be healed, Lord God, and set free, and through the power of the resurrection, Lord God, that you curse the very ends 
the, the means of the enemy in our lives, Lord God, whatever that might be, Lord God, whatever we're struggling with, Lord God, whatever, Lord God, that's against us, Lord God, that you've given us the power, Lord God, to speak unto those things, Lord God, and they have to release us in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you for giving us access, Lord God. We thank you for giving us keys on tonight, Lord God, to unlock some things that have been locked for a long time, to open doors, Lord God, that we thought was closed in our life, Father. And so we thank you, Lord God, for giving us the power of the resurrection, Lord God, so that we can be free, Lord. You said, whom the Son has set free is free indeed, Lord God. You called us, you have called us to walk in liberty on today, Lord God. And so we thank you for your word. We pray, Lord God, that it has uh, felt on our hearts, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that not only do it, it sit on our heart, that it just take root in us, Lord God, so that we might not be the same, Lord God. We won't change, Lord God. We want to be different, Lord God. We want everything that you've given us, given us access to, Lord God, and we want to walk in that thing, Lord God. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. It is in Jesus' name that we command it to be so, Lord God, that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess, Lord God. Everything that we're dealing with, Lord God, has to bow at the name of Jesus, Lord. And so we thank you, Lord God. Thank you for giving us dominion over the enemy. Thank you, Lord God, for giving us power over the enemy, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. And so we thank you on tonight and we give you honor. We thank you, Lord God, for showing up like you always show up, Lord God, to speak to us, Lord God, to speak a word to us so that we might lead change, Lord God. It's in Jesus' name that we pray and we ask all things. Amen and praise God. I thank you guys for tuning in on tonight. I thank you for um, just being supportive and just remaining uh, loyal to me. I appreciate it. Um, I wanted to say this, that I do this because I love people. I love God's word. Um, and I know God has called me to do this. I know that he's called me to um, share a word with you guys. And um, if there's anything that I don't discuss, or if there's anything that you guys have questions about, or you want me to talk about any subjects that you might have, hey, just inbox me or put it in the, um, put it down below. And, um, I'll call you or whatever, and we can discuss that, and we can bring it on Eve Talk. That's what this, this podcast is for. Um, but before I go, I want to tell you, uh, sis, be wise. Have understanding. Walk in wisdom. Create your own boldness and seek your own change because only you can seek the change that you need in your life. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Um, thank you all that's on here. You know, I have a hard time trying to do everything because uh, I just have a hard time. It's just what that is. Hey, I tell y'all, um, I know Facebook don't like for us to play music on here. And so we have to do this thing where we say we don't own the copyrights. But if they knew that when we play that music, somebody listened to that music and end up downloading it. So I wish that would change because I love music. I'm a worshiper. But if you get a chance, um, get that CD because that CD is at the end of the time, she said, I was at the bottom of the barrel. And he reached down in and pulled me out. That song right there, if you get a chance, listen to that song. It'll change your mind. It'll change your perspective. And it'll change your heart about how God loves us so much that he'll come and rescue us. I love you guys. You guys be blessed. Good night.